0: oh hey everybody welcome to another episode of spectrum talk and as you may have noticed things look uh quite a little bit different around here if you're watching the video of this another thing you may have noticed is um i've been gone for quite a while there's a reason for that you also may notice that was the episode that was published and then it got taken down and i won't get into the specifics as to why, otherwise I'd have to take this one down, because that was the whole reason, As I went too in-depth into some stuff that happened, um, sharing some personal information of another person that I shouldn't have, um, but, yeah, that's, that's basically it. So, what's been happening? Well, first off get into this because uh, that was going to be the episode I talked about what the big thing happened was oddly enough technically not the worst thing that's happened since um, the big thing that happened let me lower the mic big thing that happened was that I uh, am getting divorced uh, since April 20th it's gonna be finalized sometime in August Uh, Just paperwork's a bitch. And that has taken a toll on my mental health and depression and PTSD and all the everything. It's just sent everything into haywire. And as you can imagine, that has made things incredibly difficult. Um, It's made everything from doing this to getting up, to hygiene, cleaning, going to work, eating... Sleeping everything. That much harder. Um. Um, and it still is. And that's one of the reasons I kind of just seem to have dropped off the face of the earth for a month. Um some of you may think maybe I was just taking time off to attend to personal matters, but that's not exactly what happened. Um, I kind of wish it was, just taking time off to get some rest, but it was because I literally physically couldn't do this anymore. Um, I didn't have enough energy. I had plenty of time because I wasn't sleeping. I didn't sleep last night. I, mean, I went to work today, and I really haven't slept. I took a bit of a nap. took like an hour nap, and then I woke back up and went back to sleep. Don't worry, I'm going to sleep tonight. Um, I just wanted to get these thoughts out there and then make another episode. Um. Yeah, you know, I mentioned earlier that the divorce wasn't necessarily the worst thing that happened. So let me go through what happened. So the, my uh, soon-to-be ex-wife and I came to the realization that it's just not working out. As much as I would have loved to have worked this out after trying over a a, a year to work things out, it's just not working more or less amicable but there's no such thing as a truly amicable dis- divorce Um and it hurts and all the ways you don't expect you say things you don't necessarily mean Um you just want to hurt the other person and it just all sucks um It doesn't matter the reason, but no one really did anything wrong to lead to this end. They just decided it didn't work. This isn't like the first time where some stuff happened and it got bad and whatever, but that all got resolved, and that was because of some other issues. that I'm not going to go into detail, but that all got resolved, and that all worked out. This is a different story. It just came to me, and so it's just not working, and we've been trying to work it out. It's not working, and I wasn't going to fight technically that's a good outcome it's not working and you go to your partner and you tell them it's not working and then they go okay then let's end it that's how that's supposed to work what they don't tell you is it doesn't end in a melancholy ending it ends kind of the same way as a regular divorce happens you still get angry and you still get mad and as much as you want to be friends and stuff through it it's still incredibly hard now this probably would have been a hell of a lot more amicable and friendly and all that bullshit if one major thing didn't happen in the middle of this. You see, I was losing my mind. And I thought I was losing my mind because of all this happening. I, I was losing the love of my life. um, And I was hurting. I was hurting really, really bad. I couldn't sleep at night. I was beginning to have incredibly vivid dreams. I was beginning to hear things. Sometimes I would think I would see things. Um, and my PTSD, which I suffer or CPTSD, which I suffer from, was getting worse. Uh, I couldn't sleep without some kind of light on. And once she left the house, I basically lit up the entire house like a Christmas tree. Couldn't sleep. And even then I couldn't really sleep as I would just barely doze off. I would hear something and wake back up. Then I got to the point where I would fear sleep as... I don't know what I would dream about because I would usually wake up screaming or shouting for the Lord to save me. If it sounds scary, you have no idea how terrifying it is. If I sound like I'm talking about this calmly, there's a reason we'll get to it. Just keep my camera, shit. Um, before this, my depression led to me losing about 40 pounds or so. Then I'm kind of bouncing around in that same range. which um, I kind of see as a bit of a good thing. Um, though... Rapid weight loss that you don't really uh, plan on is never really a good thing because it can mess up your body. Uh, but that's unrelated to what this was. Uh, it's coming distant, mean, and everything. And Though we were both at fault for saying and doing stuff, I feel that um, I was supposed to be the level-headed one that's the job if she was getting angry because of something regardless where she had the right to be angry or not because she was the one leaving or whatever anyone wants to fucking say you get angry in these situations if you've never been in a fucking divorce which is much worse than any kind of breakup you don't know i'm supposed to be level headed one supposed to say hey hey it's okay no one's mad but i was just getting angrier and egging, egging egging her on And it was getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I'm telling you, I was this close, this close, putting a gun in my mouth, pulling that fucking trigger. Again, why do I sound so calm about this? I sound very, very calm about talking about literally having almost killed myself with either that shotgun sitting right over there or my pistol sitting in my drawer. Well, it comes to find out that it's not me losing my mind. You see, I thought, or I was under the impression that I was losing my mind on top of me taking medication. See, I take several medications uh, because of my mind. I have autism, CPTSD, anxiety, and a bunch of other shit, right? I've dealt with anxiety and a bunch of other crap my entire life. I've dealt with some form of PTSD, Most of my life. It's just ramped up in recent years, especially with what happened uh, the first time me and Joe had issues, and then this recent time. But it really, really ramped up, and I thought I was losing it, even with all the pills, which was making me think that I was coming to a breaking point. Feeling so much pain, seeing shit, all this stuff like that. Losing it. I was having fucking flashbacks, which I was kind of used to, but nothing like this. Um, the good news was, is it wasn't happening during the day. I'd go to work on like one or two hours of sleep, if that, um, and be mostly fine, just exhausted, usually able to keep a cheery in quotes. Most people probably wouldn't say I wasn't cheery because I don't talk too much, but that's probably mostly the Adderall. Um, but I just try to, Do what I can to get through the day and then go home, whatever, but it's at night. For whatever reason it gets worse at night. But if you'll notice if you're watching this live, night right now and I seem to be fine. It's nine thirty two PM Central Standard Time. I seem to be fine. Not looking around going crazy. Okay. So this goes on for weeks. I go to a little family gathering and have a bit of a breakdown. Thankfully, at least I'm thinking, I didn't interrupt any of the family gathering. I did it kind of in a corner with my immediate family, and they tended to me and figured out what was going on. I'm hoping not a lot of people noticed, and I hope it didn't put a damper on uh, my cousin's uh, gathering. I don't want to say anything more. You know. Um, I went there to support her. I did not plan on, I sure as hell didn't want to make it about me, and I, I did not plan for this to happen. I just went there to have some food and support her and congratulate her. But it ended up happening. Breaking down crying and all that crap like that, but I tried to keep it together as most I can. Just fucking tired of all this. Anger was building up, and I'm just bawling. I'm just lose, fucking losing it. And they could finally see it. And then someone—I don't remember who it was—I remember from my sister and my mother. My sister figured this out, though, but I don't remember who asked me from, who asked me first. Of what medications I was on, and I only said one, besides the Adderall I've been taking since like high school, right? And I told them, and they go, well, "That medication you're on—that's not for CPTSD or depression or anything. That's a seizure medication that they give a lot of people for headaches." And I'm like. No, it's not. They took me off of that one because I didn't need it anymore. So then maybe go back through my whole history because I remember how I went to the hospital for my heart and everything, and it wasn't my heart, but then it turns out it was my heart. It just wasn't my cardiovascular system. It was POTS plus a torn muscle and a bunch of other shit that'll make you think you're dying. Um, And that's how I can't drive a forklift or a delivery truck or any of that bullshit anymore. Alrighty. Okay. I'm still pretty pissed about this. Really pissed. Tomorrow I have an appointment that I'm going to try my best not to scream at a doctor. Because I almost died. And it's not necessarily about my life. It's just, I can't think of... Uh, it, pain, the pain that my family would have felt. And they wouldn't have known why. And they would have blamed other people who... Weren't necessarily responsible for it because it wasn't them that would have caused it. It wasn't them that would have caused my suicide. Was it wasn't my ex-wife that would have caused my suicide? What would cause my suicide? You asked. Withdrawal. You see, for whatever fucking reason. You know how you get a certain amount of refills and then they go, okay, you gotta you gotta go back to your doctor, schedule an appointment, whatever, to renew, right? Some of them, and then you, if there's like schedule one or whatever, you have to go to the doctor every time, you know. So, one of the one, one of the pills I'm on is a seizure medication for migraines, the other ones is CPTSD medication. So, right off the bat, that's medication that I take to keep me from having the flashbacks and the dreams and all that crazy shit and keep me kind of leveled out, right? So Knowing just that information, that's pill, those are pills that you probably want to be on all the time. Now, e- even if it doesn't make you violent or crazy or, or anything like that, there's many people with PTSD who don't have that, who, who don't go violent. But it can ramp up and get worse. That's the whole reason for the medication. Um, you know, it's so they don't hurt themselves or others because it can ramp up when they get pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. You know, that's what leads them to suicide. That's usually what leads to. They usually don't ever hurt other people. It's they hurt themselves. Also, all the suffering in the meantime. It's to mitigate all that. It's not something you want to run out of. That's if, and that's if that was the only side effect, which is your symptoms coming back, right? Just that right there, the doctor knowing this, and, and I had gone to an appointment. We did telemed and told her, hey, I don't have any more refills of this. I have to get this refilled. And I watched her sign a thing, and we did the e scribing and everything. He said, it's good, it's go, whatever, ready. And I got a notification on my damn phone saying shit was ready, and I was supposed to have other stuff ready. And when I picked it up the next day, it was only one. Now, I was told that there was going to be some stuff discontinued so, and that it was the headache stuff. So when I got it, I thought the thing that I had was the CP the CPTSD medication. Now, I didn't know the names of this shit and the reason and you feel like, well, how did you do your fucking homework and all that? Because I've been dealing with a divorce and this house and this lease and a bunch of other shit and I'm incredibly overwhelmed. I just trusted what they told me. You know, because they're the doctors. So I get the stuff, I start taking it, and go on. From then on, Things get progressively worse and, worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until this last Saturday it hits a breaking point, and we find out that I haven't been taking that medication for quite a while. And it's not the CPTSD that's causing this, or at least not completely. I have been going through withdrawal because this particular medication has horrific withdrawal symptoms. Which include, but not limited to, hallucinations, horrific vivid dreams, and suicide. I almost had all three of those. I'm trying to stay calm, but you may be able to tell that there is a hint of anger in my voice. Because I'm fucking pissed. Why in the hell was that ever allowed to go out? I didn't know any better. I was dealing with a bunch of shit. I thought the pills I was given were the pills that I fucking needed. Why were the pills that I... I don't... Why? Why would that ever happen? Why would that be an option? That seems really fucking stupid because the headache medication doesn't do shit. You know what I'm not going to die from? A goddamn headache. You know what I might die from? A fucking bullet in my head that comes from withdrawal symptoms that caused me to kill myself. I don't understand. And it's real easy to think about killing yourself when you're seeing shit fly across the room because you're losing your goddamn mind. I'm telling you, that happens. I thought I was going nuts. And I I wasn't. I wasn't having a mental breakdown. I mean, part of it might have been a mental breakdown, but these were withdrawal symptoms. These were withdrawal symptoms, and I looked it up, and it starts listing shit, and I'm like, yeah, that happened, that happened, that happened, so while I'm waiting for this medication to get refilled again, and then the stuff starts popping off again, I'm dealing with a lot better because I'm like, okay, this is withdrawal. It's not me, because before I'm thinking, I'm losing it while taking the make me better medication, and that is a feeling of, that's a horrific feeling because you think, oh my God, it's not working. There's nothing we can do. Um, I'm just getting worse. Right. The world's falling down, the sky's falling, you know, or falling apart, the sky's falling. But now it's like, oh no, I wasn't on any medication. I'm just going through a worse hell because I'm going not only are my symptoms back, but I'm going through fucking PTSD on steroids now because of this withdrawal. I'm pissed. I'm absolutely pissed. So that's why I've been gone for a month because I have not had the goddamn time or the energy to do all this and I've been fucking fighting myself through all of this and it's been a literal nightmare. And I've been... I haven't been able to sleep and to keep myself from doing stupid shit which luckily the only stupid shit I've been doing is impulse buys and other stuff which not good because I don't have a lot of money. But it's better than fucking cutting myself shooting myself and and everything and and that's a real possibility it It's insane what this withdrawal shit makes you do. I haven't never experienced anything like this in my entire life. I've experienced the flashback stuff of p t s d and dreams and everything I've had vivid dreams. And um, I've definitely gotten off some SSRIs and had vivid dreams when I missed a pill and was like, "Oh fuck! Oh shit! I need- oh, Missed a pill. This was another fucking level. This was. I've never experienced real, real withdrawal like this. And I, I, I cut other antidepressants cold turkey before. I've never done this. And there is a warning on, on when I looked this drug up. It's Praxatine or something or or, or another. It says, do not stop taking... It's like, if you're switching to another drug... You don't stop taking this drug. You wing yourself off it. Which is why there is a liquid option. So you can just start taking smaller and smaller doses. It's easier that way. You don't just fucking up, snub, nub these pills. Because it will fuck you up. It is dangerous. You just... You, you, you might drive yourself off the road. Like, it's that dangerous. Like, And someone who went through it personally... I know it's that dangerous, and I am pissed. So, my, so then Sunday, my mom gets in touch with the doctor, apparently, everything, and then when I was looking at my medications that Saturday, I clicked on the Walmart thing. Now, I did this like a month ago. I clicked on it, and they said we had to contact your doctor because you don't have any more refills, and nothing happened. So I did this again, and I don't know if it was me clicking on it or her yelling at the doctor, but guess what got refilled almost immediately? And guess what I took a few hours ago? My pills, and now I feel better. And not and I and it's probably and it's not even the pills working to help the mental illnesses. It's just I'm not going through horrible fucking withdrawal anymore. Good lord! You know, I just the thought that I could have died because of this. Angers me on a whole new level that I just don't know how to deal with. Like I, I don't. I thought I was crazy. I thought this is it. I finally snapped. I'm crazy. I'm unlovable. I'm gonna have to. Be, I'm gonna have to live in a home for the rest of my life. This is it. And it starts like that. That make you go. You might as well kill yourself. And then finding out no you're not crazy you're going through a withdrawal symptom that for whatever so when you go through heroin withdrawal all of those symptoms are like i need more heroin but this withdrawal is kill yourself i don't this is really weird now heroin withdrawal can kill you but i've never heard about heroin withdrawal making you kill yourself it's usually about getting more heroin, but I guess in those scenarios, you know you need more heroin. There's no guesswork in it. Um, I, I maybe it's different if you didn't know you needed heroin. If someone just was just like "ha ha," and you didn't know, maybe you know if there was guesswork, you didn't know you need heroin. Maybe you would just start feeling horribly depressed one day. But Jesus, Lord in heaven, help me. Well, they did. My sister was able to put it together because apparently her husband takes the same thing. Um, It's like, yeah, you can't just get off of that. Why would your doctor do that? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, this is stupid. I'm like, I agree. It's just... just nuts, but I'm feeling this, this... Despite having not really slept today, I feel great. For the first time in a month. I feel fantastic. It's like a It's like a giant weight has been lifted off of me. A, a sense of relief. And pills only like that big, so it's not it. It's not like I'm shooting up here, you know, or or, or it's like a giant suppository or some bullshit. You know, it, it makes me tear up thinking about the amount of relief I had because it was like a giant weight on me, like a super depression. It felt worse than anything. So having this and knowing that no, this wasn't. Just depression. I mean, am I still depressed? Absolutely. My fucking wife left. It's kind of hard not to just be a little sad that that happened. Um, but I'm able to think about the reasons that it happened, and that it's for the best, and that she's probably going to be happier, and that I'm going to be happier, and, and that what the future may hold, and all of that, and... Um, all the good things that can come from it. And thinking about that doesn't make me sad. It used to make me sad. It used to make me so horribly sad. And thinking about it, it makes me happy. And it makes me happy happiest thinking about her happiness. That used to not be it. So I'm like, this is some good shit. Why the fuck did you take this stuff away? Um, I just, this is fucking, and it's not like it's expensive either. It's four fucking dollars. If I run that Adderall, what's the worst thing that happens? I can't really focus. Makes work a little harder. Might put on some weight. Not that big of a fucking deal. I run out of the, the pyromyalgia or whatever the fuck it is. Alright, I get some headaches. I haven't been taking that my whole life. I told, I've been taking that only this year. And that was just because I've been, I was having a crazy headache because of the high blood pressure caused from the high stress and the pain in my chest. Alright, big fucking deal. This shit, kind of need it kind of need it. And I I either know to go to a higher dose or a different medication. And if I go to a different medication, I need to fucking wean myself off this shit. Otherwise, it will try to kill me. How did this happen? Also, why does it have a no-refill thing on it? That is the most dangerous fucking... That shouldn't exist. On this particular... On anything that can just kill you like this... That should not exist. That should be illegal. Fuck you. I don't know if you can tell. I'm a little fucking angry. I just don't, I don't get it, man. I don't, I just, I don't get it. Uh, but another thing that happened... This is a good thing. Because I was manic during all of this. so I was, And I was aware of it. So I was trying to give myself projects... To keep myself in check. Which you would think streaming and making videos and all that would be that. But no, 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 no. I don't know why. This is too familiar or something. I need something to do with my whole body and my hands. Make myself tired. Um... And also maybe feel accomplished or something. One of them was I cut through my entire knife holster, my brand new knife. That was also an impulse buy. Expensive ass knife, but it's a good knife. It's a case, it's a case knife. I don't know where i put it or I'd show it. It's beautiful. But it comes with a shitty leather holster that I cut through the entire thing. Well, it shows the knife is sharp, but I had to make myself a n- new holster. Well, I always wanted a drop leg holster for my knife. So I made one, had an extra leather strap and I had a piece of a work belt and so I got four paint stirrers and some electrical tape and out of that I made a sheath. Work belt wrapped around this belt here, this belt on my side. Then the leather strap actually goes around my leg and through the loop and that work belt that goes along with the wood paint stirrers and then inside you put the four paint stirrers together and then I used some zip ties to make a bit of a space so the knife can actually fit in there and then I wrapped electrical tape around it and then sawed, sawed them off because they're a little bit long to make it just the length of the knife and it's pretty damn good and I wanted it tight so the knife couldn't fall out but not too tight so I can pull it out with ease and it's perfect it definitely looks homemade but it's, it's, a, it's a great sheath the next project I went on whatever reason because i was like knife sheath all right good made myself a knife sheath redneck ingenuity my costuming background coming together what's the next thing i can do i'm gonna build a fucking couch so i did um if you're watching the video or the live stream behind me is the couch that i built I was cleaning the house, uh, rearranging it and stuff because um, I moved my office into here, which is my bedroom slash living room, and I'm giving back the furniture that was left here or some of the furniture that was left here to the, not the tenants, the owners of the rental property, and uh, I found my old bed frame, my mother and her husband gave um Joe and I their old bed frame which is a really nice wooden bed frame with drawers and stuff in it and we had had a just a really cheap metal bed frame that folds up and comes apart and whatever but it's a queen size bed frame and I put it out in the little shed where the washer is or where the dryer is I mean and I found it and I was like oh yeah I thought I threw this away but I guess I still have it and I was like you know what I bet I can make a couch out of this brought it in here and what you see behind you is the couch that I made I put a total of $90 into it once that second comforter comes in and most of that money was spent on ins- a about ba- one bag of insulation which comes with a bunch of battens in it put them all down taped them up then put a sheet over it then put that bedspread over it then those pillows and it is firm it's firm and soft it's a little loud actually it's not so loud anymore it's great Once I put that last duvet on it it's going to be even better I made a fuck couch it's a big ass couch you definitely wouldn't get one like that for $9 unless you get lucky at Goodwill but I can't fucking transport something like that so I made one next project I don't know. What, what do I got to build around here? Oh, yeah, and I, I found my lights and I put them behind the couch. I guess the project in between there was setting up the office in here, which I did. I think it looks pretty good. And I got my hats and the Astro Astros paper behind it when they won the World Series. I was going to do some more. I just don't know how I want to do it. But I think that's good for now because it looks pretty good. This looks pretty good, and I gotta figure out where I want to put the webcam when I'm actually doing streams and stuff. And uh, right now, I'm just not sure. Right, right now, I have it on one of the mic stands so I can look directly at it, but this isn't going to be a good position to put it when I'm playing the games because it's right in front of the TV. So that's kind of hard. It's a little difficult. It's a little, little difficult to do. Oh. Oh, I'm tired. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. Losing my damn mind. But the good news is, the meds are back. And I seem to be working immediately, at least withdrawal. And I can already tell that with those withdrawal symptoms gone, that I'm doing so much better. And since that's gone, means I can make content again. Now, I am working six-day weeks. I'm working a lot of hours because i got to pay for all this now um, by myself. And um, so I may not be able to make as much as I was before, and stuff's going to be even more spotty than usual, but I can go back to making content. I just put up a video on the channel of Necromunda. Hired gun, Um Gonna be two videos and I'm gonna go back then I'm gonna go to streaming it. Um Trying to think. That game's fun. It's glitchy. But it's but it's uh I only it was only thirty thirty three dollars on the on the Xbox Series X, so it's forgivable. But it it's 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 it feels good to play. But yeah, get back to make content, get back to streaming, get back to podcasting. Um, I'm ready to get back into the swing of things. I'm going to try to get back to normal. I got my office set up, I got the lights set up, I got the couch. I just got to figure out where to put the webcam. And I like semi permanent spot. Um, and then. And then, yeah, we, we can go from there. I definitely got, I have all kinds of games I can stream. I have all kinds of games on the PS2. I got PS1 games. I got so many games on the Switch. I got some 360 games. I got all kinds of games on the Xbox One, Series X. I, I have so many games I can stream, so it's not like there's a lack of games. I have all kinds of stuff Um, that I I, I, I want to play. It's just getting to play them, and I, I I could not want to play them more than right now. And now that now that I don't have someone I have to worry about waking up or upsetting, which wasn't a bad thing. I it, it wasn't a bad thing. We always lived in small quarters, so I couldn't yell or scream, you know, like I may have wanted to, and that's fine. That's being courteous. Um. You know, it's not like that daggone woman wouldn't let me scream and wake her up at night when she had to get up at work. No, of course. But now I don't have to worry about that. I guess that's a perk of them not being here. I'd much rather not have that perk and them be here, but, you know, looking on the bright side, being alone has its perks. I can scream like a goddamn fool now. And I can make some crazy-ass content. Um, Right before... I mean, I was in the middle of the hiatus, and I tried to come back and do a a new Vegas roleplay, and I I don't think it worked out well. Then again, I hadn't really tried to stretch, outside of just fucking around without being recorded, I hadn't really tried to stretch myself acting or doing improv in a very long time, and that is much different than doing GTA improv, or an improv, GTA roleplay or anything like that. I wanted to do a full single-player roleplay. And since it's a role-playing game, I figured that was the easiest thing to do, and it's a silent protagonist. Um, problem is, is the game is written like you're talking. So that's kind of weird, but I figured some way around it. But I just wasn't into it, but that wasn't because the game's not good. No, I've already played New Vegas a bunch of times. The game's great. It was my head and the withdrawal. But now that the withdrawal is gone, I can get back into that. But I'm probably going to finish Necromunda first because I don't think that's going to be a very long game. Or who knows, it might be. I don't know. It's, it's a Warhammer game. God only knows, right? Uh, but yeah. I mean, I'm tired as hell. And um, I, I, besides the few uhs and ahs and errs and, uhs and uhs, I'm talking. And I mean, I could talk at a wall about fucking nothing. But usually I'm so damn depressed and tired it's just oh, okay guys. But I'm I'm talking at speed and I'm going and going and going and going. I just have to fucking remember what I'm talking about. If I talk faster than I can think, then it doesn't make any damn sense. But but yeah, it As tired as I am, I I'm I'm doing this thing. So imagine what it's gonna be like on like a full night's sleep. Um Unfortunately there's no gaming news where I talk about that. Because Nintendo won't fucking do anything. The Switch Pro is already supposed to be out, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on about that. I, I, they're either going to announce it before E3 or not. And if they don't announce it before E3, then I'm going to wait till after E3 before talking about it. Something weird's going on with that. I don't think the rumors were lies. I think something else is happening, but I'll get to that next time. Because that doesn't kind of... I'm getting to it next time because that doesn't really mesh well with what we've talked about here today. Um, so with that, we'll end the episode. So I hope you all have enjoyed this. Um, we're gonna go back to try weekly episodes of the podcast. Um, try is the good word. We're gonna try to get them out as m- much as possible. At the very least, we're not gonna have month long or you know, hiatuses in between them because I'm gonna be leveled out. Um, damn well better hope they're not because if there's another hiatus in between here that means my drugs are off again oh please god no i can't do that again but other than that that's the show thank you for joining us and i'll see y'all in the next one bye-bye